Boop, boop, doop, 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 boop, boop, doop, 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 boop. Hello, this is Reading with Finest. I'm Finest. You're probably going to have a uh, featured artist in this episode. Uh, his name is Shapiro. There's someone working on my lock at my apartment. And every time someone messes with the door, this guy just wants to talk. His talking is barking. Shapiro is a dog. Okay, so excuse him. If he wants to chime into the story and say something like, hey, who's at the door? Um, but it's okay, you know? We like people to come with us and, and read. You don't even have to be people. Dogs can read with us too. All right. The story today is Farah Mackin and Fono. Oh, yeah. Follow me and everything's just fine to see my illustrations, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I know. All right. Fono thought he was the greatest of the Soruko river hunters. Every day, he would spear 300 hippopotamuses and send his people out to fetch the meat. But an envious woman once told him that his equal lived up in, up the river. And so Fono made inquiries and learned about Farah Mackin, of whom many stories are told. He learned also that Farah Mikan had a daughter, Neon Neon Marama Maram Mariam Mariam Neana Mariam, and so he decided to ask her for her hand in marriage. But the immersory he sent to Farah Makan returned with bad news. Farah Makan foretold great misfortune from such a union and so would not allow it. Fono decided to try himself without relying on any, uh, relying on an intermediary. And so he traveled downstream to the territory of Farah Makan. As Fono approached, Farah Makan knew why he had come and prepared a courtesy refusal. But Farah Makan's daughter saw Fono and fell in love with him. And she went to her father and begged him to allow her to marry the stranger who was coming. Very hesitantly, Farah Makan agreed, for he really could not refuse his daughter, her, his daughter anything. But he knew in his heart that this action would bring misfortune. Still, he laid upon her a strong prohibition that she should not reveal to her husband any of the hunting secrets she might have learned as his daughter. She agreed to this then the two were married with a great feast. Fano and Niana Marama Maram lived in Faramakan's town for some time. One day, Faramakan and Fono went fishing together. Faramakan returned with baskets of fish and loads of hippopotamus meat, but Fono did not catch anything that day. He returned disappointed and ashamed to his home, where Niana Mariam did what she could to console him. This happened again and again. Each time the two of them fished together and Fono became more, most depressed. He complained to Nina Mariam and she let slip at, least, at last that Farah Makan's success was due to the hunting magic he possessed and that without it, Fono would never be able to match her father. After that, Fono began to to bother his wife to reveal what she might know of her father's magic to him. She held out as long as she could. 
called in the, this conflict of father and husband and finally decided that she should teach Fono what she could. So she taught him the river magic her father had taught her and he learned it well. The next time Farrah Makan and Fono went fishing together, Fono was the one to catch all the fish and to spear the hippopotamus. Farrah Makan caught nothing and he knew quite well why this ha had happened. His daughter had broken her promise and revealed his secrets for, uh, secret magic for the river fishing to her husband. At the end of the day, they turned their boats back to the town and landed at the riverbank. Farrah Makan immediately hurried away to Fono's house and broke in. As soon as he saw his daughter, he killed her. Then he dressed a slave woman in her clothes, telling the woman to impersonate Niana Mariam. Uh, he took his daughter's body away. Fono returned home and called out his wife's name. The slave woman answered, Oh, Fono, and he knew at once that it was not his wife. He brought the woman into the light and saw that she was not Ni Niana Mariam. And he guessed what had happened, for Ni Niana Mariam had told him of her promise to her father. The next day, Fono went and called for Makan to go out fishing with him on the river. As soon as they were out of sight of the village, they pulled out their weapons and prepared for battle, each standing in the prow of his boat. Each hurled spears. The spears struck the water or the gnaws of the boat, but did not touch the adversary. The shot arrows, which bounced harmlessly away, the struggle continued in this way for some time until Fono felt himself weakened and feared that Farrah Makan would get the better of him. So he turned his boat and sent it down the river so fast that the water grew white at the, at the bows. Farrah Makan sent his boat after the fleeing Fono equally fast. Fono left his boat uh, and ran ashore. Farrah Makan leaped from his boat and followed. Fono ran until he was out of sight and then turned himself into a stock of mallet, millet. Farrah Makan came running after him and then paused when he couldn't see no man running before him. He looked carefully around and then saw the stock of mill, uh, millet growing. He turned himself into a hen and began to peck the, the millet seed. Fono became a man and ran away. Further on, he became a small water course. Farrah Makan followed to, uh, him to the water course, then turned into an elephant and began drinking up the water. Fono became a man and ran away. Further on, he became a tamarind, tamarind tree. Farrah Makan came up and stood in the shade of the tree and called his name Fono. Hearing his name Fono became a man once again, but when he met Farrah Makan's gaze, he changed into a monkey and ran away. Some people say Farrah Makan defeated Fono and returned home. Others say he, that he died in the pursuit, and others again say that the two of them are still chasing each other along the banks of the Ni Niagara. What a good story, y'all. That was pretty cool. That was exciting. You know, what was going to happen next? Who was going to catch who? Who was going to turn into what? All we know is there's a dead wife and a daughter in this story. Uh, R.I.P., you know? It was awful. Um, yeah, the moral of the story, I don't know. Um, listen to your father, I guess? Or he'll kill you? Mm, you know, I don't know. Uh, but it was a great story all, all around. I enjoyed it. I liked the fight scene. 
for the adventurers, they didn't know what was going to happen, especially when they started shape-shifting. I was like, wow, once again, shape-shifting gets these people out of everything. Um, all right, thank you for listening. This is Reading with Finest. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine. I have another podcast. It's Grandpa and Chill. You can see that or hear it on platforms. All right, there you are. Um, today's the day. Boop, 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 bo